Hello, and welcome to the Dad and Buried podcast. We are back from summer vacation. It is I, yes, Keith Feldman. I honestly, <laughs> it's been so long since we've done an episode, I forgot. It is uh, my name is Mike, aka Dad and Buried. And there I'm, you I'm, go. Yeah, as I'm always, as, as always. always, I blew it. I you blew, blew it. it. I'm joined by my my found founding co-host and founding co-host. There we go. Yes, thank you. Um, it has been quite a few weeks as we've been traveling, not particularly far, but taking a break from the rat race. Yeah, yeah. Summer, summer hit us. Summer 21, where we're where we're just finally getting over all this business, family trips and whatnot. Oh, getting right. getting out. Yeah, it's my parents' um, 57th wedding anniversary this weekend coming up wow. so we'll be, uh, in Connecticut celebrating them oh wow um, so that will be exciting hopefully it will be warm enough to use their pool obviously we're celebrating them but the pool is a nice perk um and so let's we'll, hope it's uh you know less than 2,000 degrees which it has been in the oh city oh my god yes let's hope let's hope but yeah. it's funny so my parents are a little bit relevant I do want to mention tonight's topic so tonight's topic is um well-rounded kids um, how important it is to have them, how to um, get them, you, where they live, how to just actually, no, physically take them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, whether it's important, first of all, what it means, because there's a lot of confusion on my in my comments about uh, what it yeah. means. Even you and I had a quick discussion before the recording started and, and you don't understand exactly what I mean. Um, that's why I mentioned my parents. I think some of it may be slightly, slightly generational. Um, and also, uh, if you do want a well-rounded kid, how you how you acquire one, as you said, not yeah. just snatch. Yeah. No, no, no. Listen, here's nice. the deal. You need a van, preferably white, mm -hmm. uh, just some kind of of, of sliding uh, door on the side. Not yeah. not a lot of obstructional yeah. chairs, and then just any kind of offer: kittens, candy, maybe preferably both. Hopefully, the van is carpeted. Yeah, it's nice, right? As I told my kids this summer, if you if you're because they were out and about by themselves, like around walking around, because they're wow, that. Do that this oh yeah, they're yeah yeah they're in a beach town, sure. And I said, listen, if anyone approaches you, you make sure you either get candy out of the deal, some kind of kit, and an, and a lift home. I mean, Honestly. come on. Even if it's your new home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, so it doesn't have a lot of windows. Whatever, you're home now. Beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. You know? Hey, if you lived here, you'd be home now. That famous saying. That's, that's what. That's what. That's what kidnappers should put on their vans. If you lived here, you'd be home now. There we're you go. kidnappers. We're just appeal. Just appeal to the logic of a, a small child. It's. It's just not that hard. Um. So you had a lovely vacation with your children, um, who were apparently old enough to go do things independently. Yes. Mine or not. Um, we had a little bit of, of spotty weather, but we powered through. We made it to the beach four out of the seven days. Um, it was very nice. A lot of shark. We were on Cape Cod, so a lot of a lot of shark paranoia. Didn't help that we watched Jaws 2 in the middle of the trip, but it was my 10-year-old's <laughs> choice. It was my 10-year-old's choice. No joke. Um, we didn't see. I was talking to Mama Buried. I've never seen a shark like out in the water. You see plenty of seals, and they say yeah. if you see a bunch of seals, be wary because they attract yeah. bigger predators. Um, or other predators, and I would like to see, like, I don't want anyone to get hurt, but I would like to see a little fin scooting mm, by. I don't no? know, man. No. We saw we saw a bunch of dolphin. Uh, that was pretty cool. Off the, off the coast, off the shore. Uh, it's, it's, it's strange when you're like, you, we were on the Jersey Shore, and it's strange to think that you could be in the Jersey Shore and just see just a massive pod of dolphin 
constantly all you see are like gorillas and the kind of guys that like Snooki wants to date. Yeah, well, there we go. Yeah, with like their hair spiked up. I mean, that's obvious. Well, that's just the type of person that I'm attracted to the most. Well, obviously. That's why I go there. So hold on. At the risk of going really off track, that was the thing that always confused me the most about those shows. Not that like Jersey Shore type girls as they were portrayed, like Snooki and Jay Wow. Uh, uh, Not that those kinds of girls exist. But that those kinds of girls were interested in those kinds of guys. And okay. I was just like, this is such a weird, how are you grow up like attracted to someone like that? They're so grotesque. No offense to some of my Jersey four. Oh, hey, hey, oh. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, no. So you know what's so interesting? Um, there there are a lot of there first of all, the Jersey Shore, there's a lot of very beautiful towns. There are a lot of kind of um, yes. you know, kind of more of of the people type towns. Uh, now what what you know a lot of those people like like all like Snooki and all those people those are actually they're all from Staten Island. Yes, I so, know. Like, so the just show. To, you say at the beginning like oh he's from Staten Island. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so oh. like just to be really clear, the people that are in Jersey, um, the part of the shore that I go to, it's really much more Philly crew, which in and of itself is a yes. whole another sort of genre <laughs> of, wax, yeah. of, of, yeah, of person uh, uh, with all the, 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 the beauty and the horror that you, uh, uh, it's just great. It's just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful mix, horror. beautiful mix. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it's good. It was good. We should do a, we should do a live watch of, uh, you know, the, the pilot of the Jersey Shore sometime. And just that would be, that, you know what? Yeah, just like Mystery Science Theater 3000 type. Have you deal. ever seen? Have you seen even five minutes of that show, Jersey Shore? I've, I've, I think. Well, I was in. I'm pretty sure I was in college or. No recently. way, no way. It was well. Graduated. After it was after well college. after college. Okay. All right. Well, I was definitely drinking and drunk at the time. <laughs> yeah. so that much I, I am sure of. It was a sensation, uh, and it, I, like like most reality shows that I ever give a shot, I ditch pretty quickly. So I just I, I remember one of the girls was punched. <laughs> was it oh, one of the girls punched? That was horrible. I don't know. There were a lot of gorillas on that show, so they were just they were throwing punches and throwing feces everywhere. Um. Anyway, if we're talking about well-rounded kids this week. Um. I don't know that I would call any of them well-rounded kids, but nobody seems to know what I mean when I say well-rounded kids. So when we come back from the break, I'm going to get into that and explain to everybody uh, what a well-rounded kid in my eyes is. And then people will. No, 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 no. It's just going to be you, Mike. This is your show. I want you to tell people what a well-rounded kid is and then end the conversation. This was what my approach to the topic was. But as often happens with you and I, we have slightly different perspectives or perceptions of even what the topic is. So we'll figure it out when we come back. All right. Right after this. everybody welcome back to the dad and buried show tonight we are going to be talking about well-rounded kids before we did that i want to to remind everybody um you can find us on youtube if you want to see what we're wearing as usual i look great and pete like he looks like he just got out of a dumpster Um, (laughs) a very high-end dumpster (laughs) please please like and subscribe to uh to the dad and buried podcast wherever you listen to your podcast and tell your friends throw us some dough on patreon if you like we appreciate all your support um, we were just back from vacation, so hopefully hit our stride as we head into fall. I can't believe yeah. it's mid-July already. Oh, I know. Insanity. So I wanted to talk about well-rounded kids, and I don't – like when I was when I came up with the topic and was talking to you about it like this morning, I remembered exactly why it came to me and what it made me think of or why I thought of it. 
Um, now I can't, but I'm going to tell you my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on to your hats, folks, because this is going to be remember. one rip roar episode. So I can't is, remember. No, I just can't remember the inspiration for it. But this is this is one of them. Um, it wasn't the immediate inspiration. But every once in a while, I get a lot of like PR pitches, right? Because I have like a byline and a handful of places and a blog and stuff. So just I get I'm on lists and I get random pitches, some of which have nothing to do with me. Um, and, uh, and, hello, North Brooklyn Parental Magazine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I am in that. Um, so I got one or I get one from time to time about like college kids or getting your kids into college and stuff. And one of the buzzwords, at least back when we were growing up for like getting into college was you needed to have like a well-rounded application or be like a well-rounded kid. So like what I'm talking about when I mean well-rounded isn't quite that, although I think some of it is linked with that where... You know, it just you need stuff on your resume or whatever to get into college. But what I mean is from a parent's perspective, like trying to raise a well-rounded kid, meaning a kid who, sure, like likes video games, but also like likes to go outside and like play soccer or do outdoor activities, but also like likes to read and also maybe plays the musical instrument. Right. And like I'm wondering if people care about that anymore or if they're good with kind of kids kind of being into like niche things or or into what they're into and like being very like, you know, I'm going to let my kid be who he is, which is something that's still relatively like nascent idea about like parenting. I'm going to let my kid have his own identity and forge it himself and not try to push him down any path. Um, but I, I wonder, like, don't you want, for me, it's not so much as developing a well-rounded kid. It's, it's giving my kid as many opportunities to try stuff that he may or may not end up liking, right? right? Show it to him young. And then hopefully, like, as I think about this, like, this summer, like we had that vacation, we're going to be doing a little bit of traveling, but we don't send our kids to camp, partially because with the traveling schedule, it's hard. But so like a lot of times we wake up and like I have work and a mom and Barry isn't feeling great or whatever. And the kids are just playing video games. They'll play for a long time. It'll be nice. And we have a little backyard and it's really hard to get them to go outside. They're not in any summer sports, right? They're not doing anything like that, which is, you know, partially a pandemic thing, partially just our style and partially just we're lazy and I always miss deadlines for signing up for things. You know, we're not going to play sports. It's usually me. But, like, sometimes I worry, like, oh, is my kid, like, like you said earlier, like, to me, being able to, like, throw a ball or something. It's not right. so much I want you to be, like, a varsity athlete, but, right. like, having a variety of interests, having a baseline set of, like, abilities, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And I wonder if that's a thing anymore because i think it very much was for like my parents at least maybe not my parents entire generation of parents but felt like it was for my parents the way they they raised me and my brothers but a lot of people (laughs) responded to my you know question being like what does that even mean what does that mean in today's world and some people were like i just want my kid to be like kind and not a bully and not an a-hole and i'm like yeah obviously i agree with that and even you what did you what did you say before that you thought it was off the top of your head uh, yeah, just that you could you could not only hold a conversation, but you could also you were had you could take a test and you could you know throw a ball like you know you could well rounded you know right. you, you weren't a nerd or a jock you were like right in the middle and you could right. like socialize and be sociable right. and you're not like in the basement playing Dungeons and Dragons right. and only the, if you play Dungeons and Dragons fine that's great but if you're also the quarterback that's better right. Yeah, man. I mean, that's uh, yeah, I think that that is a I think it's a good thing to think about. And I think we should do another topic um, 
specifically on on boys on young boys uh actually because this is something that's really interesting i i personally feel like i've seen it a couple times where my, my son is kind of at the age where he's starting to game but i don't really want to get into that just yet it's specifically about video games <laughs> specifically yes. about about uh teenage boys online because there's something very specific yeah. about that and um uh, and that actually ties into, you know, going outside or not going outside or playing or, or packing up, right? What I mean by packing up is like, if you're a kid, if you're a young kid, if you're a young boy, especially, um, like, you know, we were, uh, you know, we would roll with other boys, you know, the other young yeah, kids and we would like run, okay. you know, we, there'd be like five, you know, your six, crib. seven, maybe, yeah, 10 kids that would go to the park and ride your bikes or then you would go over here and, you yeah. know, and then of course what happens is you get older, you kind of start to, and we've all seen them, whether it's on the subway or at the park or whatever. And you, you, you know, you kind of feel, you know, you get that like thing where you're like, uh, we're trying to have a sense where our kids can go out and ride their bikes outside and have fun but not cause any mayhem or damage. <laughs> yeah. It's like the window that we've, we've identified for what we want our kids to do and to not do is sure. so what's, specific. What's not okay, yeah. Yeah, that it's actually kind of hard, like this well-rounded concept. Like, I want you to play sports, but I don't want you to be so focused on it. But also, I really want you to apply yourself, but also I want you to apply yourself to reading too. And if you could just but also-, also don't yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but just relax. Give yourself a break. Give yourself some me time. It's but okay. you call that a dinosaur? You drew yeah. this? This is horrible. <laughs> this is the worst thing. This is you can't even. This is not a tree. Come on. So we have all these expectations. Um, and I think, but, I think but, but that's by that point, I think the expectations are different. Whereas my parents weren't worried so much about like, you know, they had kind of general behavioral guidelines, but it was more like I want to set my kid up to succeed. And in doing that, it wasn't necessarily like they're thinking about the college application, but there was a fair amount of that kind of talk. Yeah. Probably not elementary school, but very much like you want to get into college, yeah. you know, you need this on your application and all that kind of stuff. Um, I I found, I've personally, I found I, I'm kind of more on the pushing side. Like I like to push my kids to do things. Try, like, on, try things. Like I, I told you that, um, I think my soccer story with my middle child's yeah. daughter who was like crying and didn't want to go. And she was like, I don't want to have any of this. And I was like, look, here's the deal. One more season and then it's, right. you can, and then whatever you want to do, it's over. Cause you've given it two seasons. I get it. You don't want to, you can't just do, you can't quit after one season. So if you, had said, if you had said one more season and then it's up to you and she was like, I'm out. Yeah, I would have been like, okay, I would have been okay. And what happened is, is we did one more season and it became her identify, like she is absolutely so into soccer. Okay, but if she were only into soccer, and I'm not even necessarily talking about like to the detriment of grades or whatever. Yeah, I'm not yeah, talking yeah. about that. I'm talking yeah. more about like, you know, just as a person, right? If, 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 if she were only into soccer and just had basically like tunnel vision, super focused. Now, on one hand, you know, a lot of people who are successful knew that they wanted to do whatever they ended up doing when they were like eight or 10, right? Yeah, Having yeah. that kind of drive and single focus, I think can be really helpful. I never had anything like that. I still don't know what I want to do, right? <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So on one hand, that can potentially be great um, for the kid's future. I don't know what it necessarily is like to be like that kid when you're younger. Um, but the point is, it's it's not whether she's good at soccer 
or great at soccer, at a certain point when you're really good at something and you're dedicated to it, it kind of everything else kind of disappears around it just by necessity of the schedule right. and all that kind of stuff. But just like like I don't think any of us really just wants like the jock kid or the math kid or whatever. You would hope that your kid is good at a lot of stuff. Or does nobody really care about that and they just want obviously they're so, happy. Well, I mean that's it, right? Like really if good at something. Yeah, I mean it it goes along with that. It's it's <clears throat> I do feel you know, uh, I'm a believer that you need to react to something. And if there's nothing, if there's no friction, you're just not going to get anything, right? Like if if I'm like, hey, what do you want to do? And the kid's like, nothing. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's just how it's always going to be because there's zero friction there. And guess right. what? That's That's going to be that way forever. But if I'm like, actually, no, here's the deal. You have to come out. We have to go out. We're going to go to the park. We're going to do something. We're going to go hit the ball against the wall. We'll do it for 20 minutes or whatever. And guess what? You know, it's like it always happens where you're doing it for five minutes or, you know, whatever it is. And and all of a sudden the kid starts getting it and you're like. It's it's, it's even before that happens. It's like once you can get the kid out of the house, Mm -hmm. like it's like they can't foresee themselves having fun doing anything besides what they're doing right then. But once you get them there, get them over that hump, a lot of times, like I know with my 10-year-old, it's so often where like my wife, while I'm working, my wife will be like, all right, I'm going to go to the park. I'm going to bring, you know, the hammer, the little one, Detective Munch, do you want to come? And he'll be, even if he's doing nothing, he'll just be like, it's inertia, right? He'll just be like fine doing what he's doing. And then she'll leave. And then he'll realize, wait, I probably should have gone, right? So he needs that kind of motivation or something once he realizes now I'm even more bored I should have gone and done that and then when they go and do stuff once you get past that barrier inevitably he has a really good time and it's just for whatever reason that barrier never goes away though no well that's but it never goes away and and maybe this is and this is important and I feel like this is I I don't know I feel like there's this this is why these last couple of few episodes have started to get more uh just you know, having a really serious dialogue about, you know, the the, the kids that we're raising, the, this generation that we're raising, because that's really what it is. It's an entire mindset. It's a it's it's dealing with all of this digital, you know, world that's totally brand new. It's digital, you know, changing industries, yada, yada. But at the end of at the the cornerstone of it, the focus is really this, as you say, the inertia that like how much friction are these kids coming up against in their life? You know, we're, we're, we're very right. quick, we're you know, yeah. you know, we're very quick to, uh, and, and in many ways, it's always the same. It's a, it's always the case where it's like the truth, it's, it's, it's percentages of truth. It's really not one or the other. It's really percentages of truth with the exception of uh, who won the election. However, <laughs> <laughs> But the He's point is, in August. well, but you know what? At the same time, I mean, that's kind of what I'm alluding to at the end of the day, which is, is you know, you, when you remove friction, when you make it easy for people just to do whatever they want, you end up with something like that. And so what you end up with is maybe not a well-rounded person because that person is only sitting on their computer in their bubble in their bubble doing the thing and that that the propensity. So what happens is when you're younger, you, you 
you can't imagine like your brain is not big enough to imagine how much fun it would be to go to the park. So you as a parent, you have to be like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. I have to. You have to go with me now or there's no no more screen. You know, there's an ultimatum. It's like you have to go because not only do you have to run around. I know you need to blow off energy and we're just going to go. And that's basically our philosophy, which is just like get these guys. But here's the beauty part. Then at 3 p.m. you get them home, start putting them in the bath, and by 5 o'clock it's dinner. You just have a long runway, parents. Come on. The beer. There's multiple um, ways you can do this, yeah. But so, getting them out of the house is really important, um, at least at least that friction part, right? Like to, to just like, you, you know, you're going to have a tough time getting them out of the house, getting them dressed up to go in the snow, whatever it might be, or going to the beach even, so which is your favorite. Though, that, that I thought was interesting because this came up a little bit, at least – an aspect of it, right? So you basically were, were talking about how it's easy these days for like kids to fall, for anybody to fall in kind of their own bubble where they find their interests or they find their people or whatever, especially online. And they're just in there and they got blinders on to everything else and they can have their own reality and all that crap. Not 100% what I want to get into, but one of the things that came up because people didn't 100% understand what I meant, although they kind of did about well-rounded was people, because well, one of the, the, co-question I asked was how do you raise well-rounded kids or how do you get them to be well-rounded and a lot of people were basically like they need exposure to things right so in a lot of ways what they were talking about was you know museums books different people different cultures foods and stuff and we did an entire episode on um you know living in the city versus living in the suburbs and while there's you know pros and cons to both one of the pros of living in the city especially when it's cosmopolitan as New York is just the inherent diversity and, and there's just no way to live your life here and not bump up against people. Right. I mean, I guess there are ways, right? If you like, you live in like Bentonhurst or whatever, I don't even know what it's, yeah. even, what it's like, but the neighborhoods are, can be pretty uh, discreet, but it's hard to not, like my kids are in school with all sorts of kids with all different yeah. ethnicities and religions and all that stuff. And I think that exposure is really good. I wasn't necessarily talking so much about exposure like that as it was like talking about exposure to, you know, make a kid who is a bookworm, Try Little League, right? Make right. a kid who only likes soccer, you know, go fishing. I, right, right. I, yeah, I, no, totally. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Right? Or like make yeah, yeah. a kid who loves playing football write a poem or something like that. Like, right. And that's what kind of the point of elementary school, aside from the building box, but also like a liberal arts education, right, is you just get a handful of different – maybe you, you're master of all tra- – or a jack of all trades and a master of none. A lot of people would say, but getting exposure, all that kind of stuff when you're a little kid or when you're a kid is what gives you the opportunity maybe a little bit later to be like, okay, I'm interested in this. I'm not inherently, you know, prejudiced against something like this I've had no exposure to. Um, And I just think, like you said, with the soccer thing, it's not as easy as being like, hey, look, that's soccer, right? Right. It's like you need to, there needs to be some kind of like work ethic attached to it for a little while. To get them over the hump of being like, I'm not interested in this. And then like, I'm not good at this, which is hard to get them used to, right? And it's not even that. Again, it's not even – I wasn't like some kind of star athlete, but I liked playing like stickball and like pick up basketball and stuff when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to be good at it. It's just about having interest aside from fucking Breath of the Wild. Well, that's (laughs) that's right. I mean, and and actually, so it goes to my eldest daughter is – uh, did ballet for well, that was her thing. She was a ballerina, uh, and and that was her number one focus. Uh, and and I say was because now she's in high school. Uh, she had to choose, and she's chosen uh, school 
and and not not focusing on dancing basically. Right, it's but just, not closing the door, just not. Not focusing. closing the door, but I mean, you know, it's yeah, exactly. She's gonna she's gonna take that kind of focus and and apply it to different things, and she wants to do volleyball. So what the ballet is a very individual individual sport, right? It's uh, art. It's it's discipline. It's art. Sure. It's 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 all these oh. different things, right? Um, and but she was never on a team. And this is the thing, which is, you know, where, where, which so is so different. Because she was doing ballet, she's never been on a team. She's never been on a team. And by the way, like, it again, it's like the whole concept of, like, it doesn't matter whether you win or lose. So it, it does matter whether you win or lose. But it also matters whether you show up and you play well or right. you – or you, you know, you might not be the best, but just like if try. you don't try, and the, awesome. and like that kid, remember that kid I told you about a couple episodes back, yeah, who just like it. was being a total dick face and like yeah. not not playing his position whatsoever, even though I was you know telling him to, yelling yeah. at him, and then and then he he let a goal in, and the 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 thing that I was saying before after when he did that was the reason that that happened was because you weren't where you were supposed to be, and. That's okay. You know, like being like, I think, you know, we are very, I think, all right, you want a well-rounded kid. Part of it is pain. Pain is going to be part of it. Pain wow. in, in different in different ways, right? So uh, pain in getting your kid off their ass and having right. that argument to get them to the park. Pain in, you know, maybe the kid not feeling great all the time because maybe someone, you know, told him he shouldn't do something or she shouldn't do something that they should have done or, or what or vice versa. He let that goal in because he wasn't in the right place. Yeah. Well, that's it. And, you know, you none of us want like our kids to be that kid. But sometimes you but actually you, it, you have to be everyone has to be two steps forward. Exactly. And and you I think what? that's where we have. And. The reason that that story was so important, and and just to be clear, what the story was is the the kid let in this goal, even though I was telling him what to do, and then his dad, right after I had said, look, you, the, they scored because you weren't in position. The dad immediately came up to his son and let him off the hook and said, don't worry, it's not your fault. It could have happened to anyone. And that to me kind of sent me in a tailspin, and I like started questioning everything I've ever known about reality. Cause I was like, holy shit, we're raising a bunch of kids that are so devoid of what the fuck this life, like this shit is hard, man. Like we are getting, like we, none, you and I didn't get here by necessarily coasting. Um, you know, we, it's, it's work. I mean, okay. One of us didn't get here. <laughs> so you know, but, funny, working but, hard. but the point isn't like, you don't need that kid to be great. You just need him to, you know, participate and to try and to like, you know, if you were in the right place but still like blew the play, that's different than just like exactly, exactly, and not attention or whatever, right? Exactly. So that's sort of like the point isn't that you want your kid to be good at everything. That doesn't what isn't what makes him well rounded. It's that, and and it's 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 not even that like if he's really great at you know math, you want him to, you know you. you it doesn't have to be. I guess I'm. 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 You, it, the, the idea is, is that it's you not about want, being good. You want your kid to be discerning, and to, and that this is a key. You want, want him to be curious and like curious to have the ability to do critical thinking and curious. Absolutely, curious is probably the best curiosity way. Is big, right? Curiosity is the greatest word because if your kid is curious. And the reason and the way to get your kid to become a curious adult is to expose them to a lot of different yes. things because the All more that they get exposed, the less fear they have 
about something being different or strange or not not normal. And, and you need at the same time, you need to help them understand that you're not necessarily looking for excellence at all those things. And it's OK to fail. It's the effort that needs to be there, which is what happened with that kid and his dad. The yeah. kid was the kid's dad was letting him off the hook and being like, yeah. it's OK that you didn't try when in reality, you know, you should be trying, even if you're not good, even if you don't like it, try it. And then, like you said, after like a year, yeah, you're not into it. Good. But if you don't really give it your all, you're never really going to know if you're good or not. And I just I just get concerned sometimes. It's not just that, like, you know, my 10 year old kid and it's been during a quarantine, a lot of it and the pandemic and all that stuff. Right. It's not his fault that he hasn't had as many like outlets and opportunities to do stuff. But he's pretty focused on video games and playing video games. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's ADHD. It's just his personality. It's the kind of stuff that he loves. And I just worry sometimes that more than anything, though, he's missing out a little bit, right, on like other stuff. And he's really turned off by like sports. And, you know, that's something that kind of happens when you're really young, but he's never sure. really even really given him a try even to watch him. We've tried him. We And we've also tried to get him involved in a bunch of different things that like we haven't gotten over that hump okay. where, you know, he's even gotten to the point where he put his own defenses down and could understand whether he likes something or not. And again, it's not it's not the stuff that we're choosing for him that we want him to like. We yeah, just yeah. want him to be curious enough and right. and explore and try a bunch of different things rather than just be so focused on one particular thing. Unless unless he becomes like a millionaire YouTuber. Oh, my God. Then, at which point it's like, yeah, oh, come here, son. Out. Yumma, yumma, yeah. yumma. Let me get you in a hype house. Boy, turning that content out. Come on. What are you doing talking to me? Get on that internet, dude. (laughs) Honestly, you're wasting time in one on one interaction. You could be streaming, drinking a bunch of monster drinks. God, can't you think of me for once? Um, These kids are so selfish. uh, Yeah, no, I think that that's really interesting. Also, um, by the way, my uh, it's it's funny because. It's interesting as well, uh, but also I think these kids will. I, I think just giving them a a, a place uh, to be curious is is good, and and this is why obviously school is so important. This is why in person school is so important. Yeah. Um, like for example, my and our a good teacher and a good teacher because some teachers stifle that curiosity. Yeah, some some teachers are real dicks. Let's be honest with you. Most Amy. teachers. That's why they get paid so little. I'm just kidding. We love <laughs> ah, teachers. My brothers are teachers. We love teachers. No, but uh, so so my uh, again, my middle daughter, uh, the soccer player, uh, literally the last three weeks of uh, middle school, her but just before graduation, started asking to go to the like the um, park all the time, and not just any park, the skate park. And next thing I know. I'm like, I show up and she's like on this like penny, penny board skating, skating, like totally like crushing it. Like really like, you, I, I like, how long have you been skating? She's like, oh, like, you know, slot Friday. I'm like, which Friday? You know, like how many Fridays yeah. ago? Good she's Friday. Like, you know, yeah. Um, you know, and that's the kind of thing where it's like just that group was in is is kind of now or was about skateboarding and now you know we got our skateboard and like she's kind of doing it and so that natural curiosity to your point is is interesting and and that's something that i never would have ever like kind of thought about it's uh, funny because you've got the 
your older daughter is was or was really driven and now wants to try something else and maybe she become just as driven as that. It was funny because that story reminded me. So she left. She went from from middle school to high school and was like, I'm going to chill out on the ballet, partially because she wants to explore other things, which is uh, high school. Yeah. So in high, high school, school is when she did. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was was in high school, I dominated the clarinet. In my That's marching. right. And That's right. When I went to college, I was yeah. like, I'm never letting anyone see me touch a clarinet. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want someone to touch my clarinet. So I got to keep exactly. that so under wraps. show them my literal clarinet. Um, until I got on social media and I played the 90210 theme. That was incredible. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, but like for me, your daughter reminds me, no offense, your daughter reminds me a lot of me. And my oh journey. my God, I have to go home immediately. <laughs> the, difference being, the difference being, I didn't go from like being dedicated to the clarinet and the saxophone to, you know, volleyball or anything, really. Right. I went to nothing and then I became a pothead in college. It's just how it goes. And, and whereas your daughter is honestly embodying what we're talking about, where part of it may be like, I'm burnt out. Part of it may be like, I, I want to rebel a little bit against who I am and like try on a new persona, who knows. But part of it is clearly like, I'm going to keep doing some of that, but I want to find out if I'm good at this or if I like this or yeah, if yeah. I enjoy this. Um, and that's the kind of thing that's going to get her into Princeton. I well, Look, I, I don't know. And, and you know, we're still a long way. It, it, look, it's we're a long way yes, off. There's a lot of different. There's a lot of different things that can happen. And by the way, a city is, you know, it's hard to like you raising your kids in the city versus suburbs. And I, I'll tell you, uh, there was a time when we were growing up where like if you were raising your kids in the city, it was like they were gonna do crack. It was gonna be in the city. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. now people can really have a lot of access to crack and fentanyl out in the suburbs. Yeah. So like it's really a toss up. It's hard to tell whether they're gonna be a drug addict, a dramatic drug addict. Matter where they grow up. Yeah, it doesn't. Exactly. They can get they can get fentanyl just about anywhere. But um, but no, I mean, look, we're just I I think, however, it was a lot of, okay, we're going to try this. We're going to go ice skating or, you know, and just kind of giving yourself that space, that mental space to be like, okay, let's let's set an objective today as a parent. Right. Let's get the family doing something like you know, outwards. Now, skating with a, uh, you know, 60 pound five-year-old who just doesn't have any coordination, it's not fun. And it's a miserable experience. And guess what? It's really simple. You just start a podcast, you start bitching about it. And then who knows, who knows where that, you know, it's great content. That's all, that's, that's all it is. I'm all about, that's what I'm all about. The great content. I don't care what it is. I just hope that when you're ice skating with your 60-pound five-year-old, he doesn't throw up one of his two breakfasts on you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's not even five anymore. He's six, yeah? He's actually seven, so I... I, I uh, We're good friends. You know, you really busted me on that one. <laughs> I, just, I just reached into a bag and pulled out a number. I don't know. But, um, yeah. So, one of the main things that people... Because, again, I wasn't... I didn't really articulate the question very well about what, like, I meant by well-rounded, which I thought was interesting in itself, that people had different ideas, but a lot of people were very much like, I mentioned the exposure thing, exposure them to, to culture and different experiences and stuff. Again, not exactly what I meant, but still good and important. Um, I think it's probably one of the most important, yeah. A handful of people were just like, I just want my kid to like not be a bully and to be nice and kind. We did an entire episode a ways back about like what we want our kids to be. Yeah, yeah. And And the focus was very much on like decent, compassionate people, right? Both from us and from the the listeners who who commented, I don't I think 
like when our parents, when we were growing up, and even when, when our parents were growing up, I think it was much more like, we want you to be a productive member of society or like, or, and, or yeah. be happy because you're successful and be fulfilled. Now it's very much like be a good person, which. No, no, that's not, in. that's not what our parents wanted. They, first of all, a couple, let me just clarify a few things. Our parents didn't give a fucking shit about our, our happiness. What they wanted is they wanted sure. some sort of Ivy league school that yes. they could brag about Two is some kind of hedge fund job. Cause that was going in a re- great direction. And um, and then and then and anything that they could essentially use to basically be like, hey, see, see what I produced. I produced this thing, <laughs> right. this, like this product well, over dad, here. And it's a running joke in our family that my dad. Um, first of all, my parents like made us all play musical instruments, at least try it for a little while. Um, you know, we did Little League and all that kind of stuff. But my dad was very much like. He wanted me to study business and Chinese or not computers and Chinese because he saw that as the future. And he was the old man was wrong, by which I mean, 100% <laughs> correct. But I didn't do either of those things. Instead, I wasted the, the, the college career that I had. And now I host a podcast. And no, I'm not doing it in Chinese, although it is on computers. So you're welcome, Dad. Take it. Take that, Dad. Look at me but now. Is, but that was very Look much like, like, it was very much, my, my, my brother has a joke where like, he'll yell at my parents about like, you, why didn't you tell us money was so important? <laughs> Which I think, I think parents try to do, try to do that without saying it quite that way. Right. They, they don't want to say you need money to be happy. They say, you know, you need a good job and to be successful, to be fulfilled. But in reality, what they mean is you need enough money to not have to worry about money. Yeah, and it's not an easy thing to achieve. It's you're right, and but also, this is where this is where like that, the percentage of truth kind of comes into it because you then have generations and generations of like, just awful like mediocre lawyer, the mediocre legal, you know, the 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 mediocre just, uh, and by the way, mediocre is I mean. You know, we're talking like working for like Morgan and Morgan, the law, yeah. personal law, and like you know, kids going to working for Fannie Mae. Like that's I, I'm an account for yeah, I'm an account for Fannie Mae. Oh, what do they do? Oh, I I uh, I get kids to pay me uh, their hundreds of thousands of of de- you know dollars in in student loan debt. Oh, cool, that's a cool job. Is it? No, it's really fucking not a cool but, job. It's the worst. Yeah. But. but yeah, but capitalism and you know, we went, you know, we did, we we got a couple things wrong. You think? And <laughs> I feel like that's cool, but let's let's kind of come back around. And and here's the here's the problem, unfortunately, and this is actually really unique to probably our situation more than even our younger listeners, which is you know I think we I, I consider myself incredibly lucky to have. Uh, just been born when I was born, period, full stop. There's not even like a, the, and, and to whom and where and all, all the other stuff. I mean, it's just, when you start to look at it and you really start to think about it, it's 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 undeniable the role that luck has played. Oh, sure. And now, okay, but that's, you can't really hang your hat on luck. So you have to kind of, you know, you kind of have to like say, okay, well, look, a lot of hard work and perseverance. But what we realize now is that it's actually not, 
it's not the entire equation. Hard work is a huge part of it, but oh, it's yeah. not it's not the entire part because you can work really, really, really hard and still because of the way that the system has been set yes. up today, meaning over the past 40, 50 years, the way it has been set up, you, that it can actually keep you down. Like there's there's no well, amount of hard work. Right? It depends. Like we're white men, right? So the, we're yeah. automatically we have a whole bunch of extra privileges that allow us to be successful or at least skate by, right? Um, yeah, and I, but I guess what my more my point is is, and and that is true. But I, more my point is is just even just our the timing of everything. And so what it, what does it all mean? It means that if uh, a couple things, if we can thread the needle between making sure that our kids understand that life isn't all about the digital kind of you know making memes, but also getting out there and experiencing it, yes. and then being able to translate that into yes hard work is a crucial component of it and what does that mean it means grinding you gotta grind you rise have to grind. grind tag rise and grind you but you have i mean it, it's it sounds boring but hold but on. you so have think, to do that the grind and thing two things to i want to touch on that. one of the reasons i think that parents today are more focused on hey be happy be compassionate be decent don't worry about being successful it's partially because sure like we're a little bit more enlightened in terms of that kind of stuff we want to treat everybody with kindness and equality and and right. you know come by yeah but also it's because it's harder to be successful it's harder to achieve the american dream that existed in a certain way back we talked about this before that there used yeah. to be kind of a blueprint that has kind of dissolved the wealth inequality blah 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 so it's a little bit easier to focus on intangible stuff when the tangible stuff isn't necessarily always uh going to be attainable now that's true, um, except but also workplace is changing, and so um, you know, true. so uh, honestly, you know, as as you know, my entire career, I've probably worked for nine or ten psycho like actual psychopaths, you know, screamers <laughs> and, and and yellers and and whatnot. And I got um, through. A, uh, I worked for for a guy who threw a coffee mug at somebody's head once. Yeah, I mean, but this is this is the work. These are the workplaces that we kind of entered into, and 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 our parents were very familiar with and whatnot. And and we're we're you know so we're changing that, but the but at the same time we're also we're you know it's like it's like are we are we kind of throwing the baby out with the bathwater and telling our kids that they didn't it wasn't their fault that the goal the ball went in the net yeah. even though they're the bloody goalie or something like that. You know what I mean? It's like, which is By kind of- trying to be like more compassionate. Or yeah, I mean- we're, far? We talked about that recently. Like, are we- Exactly. Right, going too far and raising a generation of cucks, right? That's what you, <laughs> that was the words you use. Did I say cucks? I don't know Cucks and say, snowflakes. No, I'm just making fun of I don't even know if I know. Making fun of people who say cucks and snowflakes and then insulting you by pretending you are one of them. Oh, that was the anatomy Oh, of that. oh that's, that's a good one. Yeah. Well, look, I-, I I don't know, but I, I, I've been really thinking about this a lot, and I think it's re I, I actually think it's really important, and it's been it's becoming more important. I mean, this podcast has always been important to me because I've always wanted to figure out how I can try and do be a better dad, right, and be a better parent. And what Not is that? Why I started this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold love, hard love cash. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point, which I really admire about you. Um, but I've really, you know, it's just, it's, it's evolved, you know, and I think, I think, you know, our situation has evolved. And when we started this podcast that we're in a different place now, um, and I look around and my kids are older and your kids are growing up and it's like, it's, it's really, we, there are no, nothing that we knew 
is as it was, right? Like whatever our parent, whatever, however we grew up, it's so different now. And so what do we have to do the best we can with what we have? So we have iPads, we have screen time. And, and I don't think it's necessarily like no screen time versus some right. screen time. I think it's the quality of the screen time, right? Like, for example, if your kid goes, I just watched four hours of TV, you'd be like, what the fuck? And then they said, I just watched the entire Blue Planet series. You'd be like, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, right. yeah, you'd be happy. Like, there's but is that is that you is that that actually being good for them or are you rationalizing the fact that the TV? I think no, great? I think it's fucking fantastic for them. Blue Planet is the lesser of two evils. It's, no, it's I I'm watching Chunk. You think that that's better than like an eight year old experiencing life? Uh, well, what life are they going to experience four hours outside in the real world? Well, I don't know. Maybe they get in a van that has a nice. Oh, there right? we go. Like we were talking about, and then they go somewhere else. They have a whole new life. You know what? They gotta open their horizons. You're not gonna you do that it. watching Sigourney Weaver narrating Planet Earth. Oh my God, you totally nail it. Or David Attenborough, Sir David Attenborough. Is that planet? Is that the yeah. Blue Planet one? That's I haven't blue, seen blue that. Planet. Oh God, the whole thing is so. F- Anything with the word Earth in is great, including Battlefield Earth. Yeah, yeah, obviously. My, my, you don't need to tell our listeners that. My five-year-old worships his favorite animals are um, number one is snakes, number two is dinosaurs, and number three is sharks. Um, so the dinosaurs, I'm assuming, are not on Blue Planet because this is like current yeah. footage of animals, right? But I imagine there's some shark snake stuff going on. It's, it's the whole thing is, I mean, you've seen shark the igu- you've action. seen the iguana in the snake pit. You've seen you've seen the gifts of it, I'm sure. Oh come on! That's the kind of stuff I used to watch late night in college. If you know what I mean. Oh, I certainly don't. <laughs> so I want to talk about a handful of the comments I got because a lot of people made jokes. Um, not as funny as the jokes that we make. But, <laughs> oh, please! I don't think have we made a joke in the last <laughs> I don't think so. minutes. Serious. Yeah. Moni D seventy seven says because I asked, do you want your kids to be well rounded? She said, at this point, I'd be happy if my kids end up a semicircle. So I think oh. people are. The expectations, and I don't know if she means at this point, based on like after the past like year and a half, because circumstances have certainly been different and, you know, exposure to stuff and, and trying new things has been a lot harder. Um, uh, Tep Alexander says, I just want them to sleep through the night, bro. So she bristled against my kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. topic. She's, and was she's, just like, she's, she's coming from a, she's, you know what, it's been a tough night. Yeah. She's like, long... I got smaller fish to fry. You stick yeah, to yeah. philosophical stuff on your butt. <laughs> She's like, um, make with the memes. Kim K79 said the best way to raise a well-rounded, well-rounded kid is to only have one kid. And I do think that there is some truth to just the level of attention that kid will get and yeah. the kid's relationship with the parents, in which case the parents are going to – it's going to be a lot of like one-on-one time with your parents where you're getting yeah. exposed to like adult stuff. There's a, there's a joke that's been going around, I think, from the show um, – Tina Fey's show on Peacock. Um, Girls Five Eva, where they talk about like there's a there's a, a woman who on the show is gonna have a she's wondering if she should have a second kid, and then she runs into like a bunch of celebrities in New York who have um, older kids who they call New York Lonely Boys, <laughs> who are just more comfortable talking to adults than other kids, and they wear like fedoras and they're like just goofy like they live in the city and they're single child only childs of like well-to-do uh, older parents and it was just kind of a funny premise. And I do think that the kids, older, like single kids, do get kind of a different experience yeah. in some cases. Some of them have the big village of all the other little kids around. Um, but we've had a lot of problems with our with our 
two kids, especially our oldest kid, like being jealous of the young, his younger brother and all that kind of stuff that happens with siblings. But if you just have the one kid, it's just like, all right, I'm going to the Apple tonight. I guess you're coming. Right. And then that kid is like, boom, boom. The Pagliacci. Right? Yeah, he's able. Yeah, there we go. That's all right. he needs. So I hope that answers your question, Kim K79, even though it was just a it was just a one liner that I turned into a question. Just take it. Take your kid to the opera. So this is really weird. You know, you need you to I need you to help me with this one. TK Dino says I taught my six year six year old and four year old daughters how to catch and throw farts. Oh. He says I don't want them to feel like their bodily functions are shameful, which is great. They shouldn't. Plus, it's funny. He says, "What what is throwing a fart? Like catching yeah. it? Like making yeah. it seem like it came from somewhere else? Like a ventriloquist? Like you?" No, I, I I I'm pretty sure it means capturing it in the palm of your hand most of the whatever the air in the palm of your hand and then immediately like throwing it right into the face of someone who's sitting close by which i'm pretty sure actually does work and it's like, it's like a, like with a burp if you burp then you go and you yeah. blow it towards somebody. yeah Same kind that's of right yeah that's okay. right except if you were to burp into your hand like this and then just throw it um, it would be as disgusting, and you would say, honestly, what the fuck are you doing? And then someone yeah. would be like, I'm just throwing a fart. But That's the assault, brother. Now, let's let's talk about the real problem about this comment. Uh, what's the catching part? <laughs> How am I supposed to well, catch your the fart? The catching part is, is the, the, the palm of the hand thing. Wait, you want me to fucking... To like sit there with my hands open. No, no. I think the person who farts catches their own fart in order to throw it. Uh, I think that's what what TK Dino is referring to. I'll have to ask him. Obviously, this is the, exactly what I wanted to talk about when I said well raising your kids to be well rounded is about catching and throwing. Fart. Look, can you fart in your hand and can you put it in someone's face so they smell it? The answer is is you absolutely fucking need to know how to DK do that. DK Dino's six year old and four year old daughters are well on their way. Yeah, there you go. Throwers. Um, so athlete mama was confused by the question. She said, "WTF? I'm sure you know what that means. It's a family show. I won't get into it. Does well-rounded even mean?" She says, "Am I even a well-rounded adult?" And that made me think. I don't think it matters if you're a well-rounded adult. You're a finished product at this point. You know, incrementally, maybe there's some minute things that are changing. You go into therapy. I'm sure you're improving yourself. You know, I hope you are, right? We all should be. But as a, as a again, like the, the, it's it's a it's a developmental thing where she's like, look, all I can do is I can catch farts. I can't throw them. <laughs> I mean, I can play the piano. I, I can't speak Spanish. Um, yeah, but, but, you know, but as a kid, the, the whole point of it is to, to engender that kind of curiosity and ability to withstand, you know, not being good at something, um, and still enjoying it. Right. Um, and, and trying new things and having exposure to a lot of stuff and, you know, being interested in music and also, you know, playing video games and like, but not being an incel just in their bubble, like being sociable and can, you know, maybe you go to, go to what's that thing called Toastmasters? Maybe you take a, maybe you take a Toastmasters class just to learn how to. Just I got to be honest with you. People who take Toastmasters are stupid dicks. I've so never, I've never, been, I've never been to one. I don't know. I dominated my best man speeches. Come on, let's get real. I know, but Toastmasters is like is like a, a corporate. It's like a corporate uh, glee club for people. Sure, but for what, people. from what I understand, it can be really helpful to some people. Just get them just in terms of like having. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I shitting on someone's parade? 
guess what? I'm providing friction. Do you think anyone has ever shitted on someone's parade? Oh my God. I'm the being phrase such is a boy. on someone's yeah. parade. And I just wonder, yeah. like, do you I'm, think anyone I, has ever shit on someone's parade? I am, I am, I am joking. Um, but I do, I do have kind of a, a weird. You hate Toastmasters. I do have a weird feeling against what Toastmasters. Do I don't know what it is. Water bottles. <laughs> oh, what are the God. other things you hate? So I just, weird. I really hate these water bottles, man. They have to be washed all the time. Constantly washing these fucking water bottles. Oh, don't worry, because they all have a million parts. So don't yeah, worry if one of the parts doesn't fit. that makes them easier oh. to wash. It makes them easier to clean. Oh, like that's a Like my Dyson vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Wait, you clean your Dyson vacuum cleaner? No, but if what you What are you, some like sort of millionaire? something clogs it, you, you can pull out. There's a handful of pieces that make it a little bit easier to get to the source of the clock. Oh can my I God. say though that that is so disgusting. Can I say that it's not that great of a vacuum? What's cleaner? what's whatever is clogging your Dyson? First of all, Dyson is like it, it's a cyclone. It's like so whatever's clogging it has to be some sort of like non-human made substance or some so sort of just unbelievable like just so kind, some kind of like wet goo of some kind. I don't know. I it's just so told you it was a Lego. Do you even listen? I was too busy riffing, but now I'm listening. <laughs> You're riffing about the random, unidentifiable wet substance that clogs Just, just whatever whatever guy. can clog a Dyson. I, I need to see Do you see believe this. in the myth of the Dyson brand name? First of all, hold on. What, you, okay, you're vacuuming. You see the Lego. It's obviously big. You can't no, not you see the Lego. And you just, you know what it is? You know what it is? I know what happened. You were just like, no, I'm going to suck it up and see what happens. And then sure enough, sure enough. Oh, sorry. It's actually not just a brick. It's an entire wall no, to a building. What it, was, what it was was I had told my kids to pick up their Legos a hundred times. I was in the room vacuuming. I saw them. They yeah. Saw them. I'm You're like, fuck these guys. <laughs> well, wait a second. It wasn't just one Lego. It was it was 25 bricks, wasn't it? It was their huge Lego Millennium Falcon, and they deserved it. Piece by piece. Now, let me ask you this. Pieces. Let me ask you this. Did, did some of the bricks reconnect in the cyclone? That would have been kind of cool. Well, you know what? That would Not only would that have not been cool, it would have invalidated every time my kids have put together a Lego. If they can just kind of intuitively go together, then what are you even doing? You're not putting together Legos. You're just unboxing a sentient being that combines itself. What does that oh, mean? I, unboxing a sentient being? <laughs> God, that is what a Dyson is. That's what is. I call pregnancy. Oh, oh, there we go. I'm going to have um, a Mom and unboxing video, if you know what I mean, in a couple of weeks. We have some home videos of Mom and Barry unboxing a sentient being. <laughs> oh, my God. All of this is so horrible. <laughs> have you seen this new app, this Lego app that will – you dump a pile of Legos? Oh, I haven't used it. And it will identify them and then tell you what you, what you can make? God, I fucking love – the year 2021 what a can't kids, can't kids figure out what to build by themselves this is what you're talking about we're making things too shut easy. up mike shut up <laughs> you don't you've gone too far you've, we'll, you've gone way too far maybe we'll talk about that next week um if you want to tune into that you can catch us wherever you listen please subscribe and like catch us on youtube throw some money on patreon please leave us a review Pete, you alluded to some kind of topic you want. You were very vague about it that you wanted to touch on. In oh, What's yeah. Well, I don't know what it's going to be, but we were talking about. Well, we were talking about this whole the young young boys, man. We got to talk about these kids. Okay. This so group. I did get a couple of good suggestions. So I have, I think, one. Mom and Barry and I are going to do hopefully next week. 
Um, and then another one that we made that I want to talk to you about. I don't know which of you guys wants to do it. I think maybe you, because we'll have, um, you have girls and I have boys, right? So you have obviously a boy too, but we'll have a little bit different perspective. But if you guys, we're always looking for new topic ideas. Please feel free to DM me. You can email Pete at Pete at go fuck yourself. Dot um, <laughs> net. He doesn't even do email. I don't do the email. Um, I don't. I do. He hates social media. He tried it. Again, you're not curious enough to try it. You're scared to fail. No, that's not true. I, I do like social media. I just think it has a very specific purpose and it should it's it's for voting podcasts. Yeah. And and just and just kind of putting kind of stuff out there. Yeah. It's got a specific purpose, but that's all I'm gonna say about it. It's all good. Wow. He does not want to upset the internet overlord. <laughs> yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey guys. T I W I T T E R is listening. Yeah, Zuckerberg listens to this show. Are you can me. You know what? He did watched. I say T I W I T? Yeah, you did. You don't know how to spell. You don't use social media. We forgive, we forgive you. Oh, um, so we want to thank everybody for listening this week, and we will be back um, soon. We again, we had a couple weeks vacation. No more vacations for for you, right? Vacation brain. Yeah. Oh, well, I was working the second week, so yeah, I'm okay. Nobody believes that, buddy. Oh, Down in Jersey Shore. Yeah, you were working oh. what at the T-shirt shop? That's a Jersey Shore. Yay! Snooki once uh, commented on my Got Tyler account, which if you don't follow, you follow that on Instagram. She commented. Oh my God! Some of us fly a little too close to the sun, my friend. Who do you? What do you think is more impressive? That Snooki commented your... on one of my Instagram posts, or that Frank Stallone replied to one of my tweets? That's that. Cheats? That's Sylvester Stallone's brother Frank. Which one? Who's the bigger celebrity? Uh, Frank. well, okay, give me, give me years, give me, give me time frame. Okay, so, so this was a recent Frank's, recent Frank. No, no, but it wasn't like in the '70s and his heyday. Like I didn't have Twitter then. It was like, it was okay. like 2013. I think, I think Snooki. And by the way, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Mike is do has back like from the prison situation? the situation is back from prison tax evasion or whatever it was yeah and he has like he's got this great like a whole new vibe where he's just like talking about his prison days and it's actually really <laughs> great i don't know if you've ever seen him. he's like got these little On like clips Instagram? yeah he's got these like i've seen a couple of them where he's like little clips clips where he's like oh i'm like one day i was in the laundry and you're like oh god this is gonna happen and then it's like yep. it's like really a funny story about someone. You get him who, on the podcast. We're gonna start having guests soon. We've been teasing it for a long time. Yeah, We've let's got a get couple him. lined up. We'll bring on Mike Mike the six pack. Uh, was it no Mike the situation? Sorrentino is that his name? Sure, I guess. You know, don't pretend like you don't know. You were it's hanging out with him down at the Jersey Shore. There we go. Yeah, it was. GTL Jim Tan Laundry with the Gorillas. All right, guys, thanks for right. listening. Continue to listen, and we'll continue to talk. New tagline. Is that a good? That's a horrible tagline. I didn't say All right. Good, I said it was good. Bye. See you. <laughs>